0: River Valley. We are very excited this weekend to have Pastor Zhenya Kosovich with us. He pastors uh, Hillsong Kiev and Hillsong Moscow, and he's going to tell you a little bit about that in the service this weekend. But uh, he and his wife Vera are dear friends of Becca and I. We met years ago in Australia at the Hillsong Conference, uh, just struck up a friendship, have done life together, and uh, the one thing that I absolutely love about his ministry is his passion, okay? I'm just going to tell you this right now, buckle up, all right? Buckle up, get ready. This guy is passionate. I, I don't even think that he sleeps without passion. I think he, he thrashes around the bed and wakes up in the morning on the floor or something. I mean, this guy has passion just oozing out of him, and I think god for that that he's in the kingdom of god uh he didn't know jesus came to faith in christ is now is pastoring uh, some great churches and it's a joy for me to introduce him to you can you welcome with me pastor zheny kosovich thank you thank you come on
1: guy let's give let's give a big rounds of applause to our lord jesus christ everybody How are you all doing? Are you good? Um, Guys, thank you so much, Pastor Rob and Becca. We love you. We appreciate you. We're proud to call you friends. And, um, you know, it's been a pleasure to do the life and ministry together. And uh, I brought you greetings from our church back in Kiev and uh, in Moscow. I just was sharing with with Pastor Rob that we started... um, started another campus in, uh, in Tel Aviv, in Israel, and also in Warsaw, in Poland. So God is doing amazing stuff, amazing things all around the world. Come on, guys, let's give a big round of applause one more time to our Lord Jesus Christ. Since... Since I was here with you last time, my wife and I, she's actually in Australia. She is uh, preaching right now as I'm speaking. She is preaching in Melbourne, in Australia, at the conference there in Australia. So she sends her greetings and uh, her heart to your church because we love your church. Since we've been here with you guys last time, uh, which was about four years ago, we became grandparents. I know I don't look like a grandfather, but um, I am 27 and my wife is 23 still. Um, and, um, you know, Rob, we, back in Soviet Union, we had nothing to do. So what do you do? We never had a TV or video cassettes or stereo. So what do you do? You just go and have babies early. All right no not really but you know we started early i was three and she was two that's how we started in kiev um both of us we are 42 we got two grandkids two two kids both of our kids they are involved in ministry and we love doing life together as a family you know god is building his families god is building his churches And uh, that's what I'm going to speak about tonight. And for those of you who are watching us in another campuses, my message tonight called God the Builder. God the Builder. Not Bob the Builder. God the Builder. Bob is not going to build your life. Excuse me if you are Bob in this auditorium, but you're not going to build anybody's life. God is builder of lives. Can I hear a big amen? I want to read to you from Hebrews chapter 11. And verse 10, for he, Bible is talking about Abraham, he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. I love this about our God. He's a designer and he's a builder. You know, sometimes we look at our lives and our families and our business and we think, is anybody interested in this? But you know what? When you put your life and your family and your business and your church in God's hands, Bible is actually saying, I am the designer and I am the builder of lives. And you know what? I can say 100% He is the best designer and He is the best builder. Anybody can say amen? We started our church in Kiev. Not us, but uh, those people in, from Australia, they came to Kiev and started our church in 1992. So we be, we've been building our church for almost 21 years. And you know what? I can testify. God is really a designer and He is really a builder of lives. I'm thinking about in other words of our Lord Jesus Christ when he said, I will build my church. Anybody remember those words? I will build my church. See, for 75 years, Satan thought that he destroyed the church in Soviet Union. But he was wrong. Because when Jesus said, I will build my church, not even the gates of hell is going to prevail. Come on, somebody. Satan saw that he's gonna win this but when God is doing something when God is building something yes maybe He is building sometimes slow anybody is with me you know sometimes we think God you can do it quicker but you know what God is doing it in a perfect timing My, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about you know the book of Genesis when Bible is saying that he created first heaven and the earth and the air to breathe then he created day and night he created a dry land for you know for all the animals and vegetations and plants and trees and only after that he created Adam and Eve you know sometimes we think you could create Adam and Eve first But I'm so glad God did not create Adam and Eve and did not put them into Atlantic Ocean. And he did not say, you know, guys, you swim here for five million years until I create those Caribbean islands for you to stand on. Come on, somebody. You guys need some sun after big winter, long winter here in Minneapolis. Same is with us. It was a horrible winter. Anybody can say amen? Amen. Oh my goodness. What's happening to global warming? I don't know. I don't know, but that's not in the Bible for sure. Anybody understand my English? All right. All right. You guys need to understand my native language is Ukrainian. I'm thinking in Russian. I'm speaking in English and I am praying in tongues right now as I speak. So you don't want to mess with this head right now. And I'm jet lagged a little bit. So... In Proverbs chapter 9 verse 1, it says this, Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. And tonight I want to speak to you about seven things which I believe involve in any building process. I'm not a builder myself. I did not build physically. I did not build a building or a house or anything like this. But you know what? You don't have to be a builder from the professional building point of view because every one of us, we are building something. Like for example, my wife and I, we are building a church we are building a family, we are building our kids life, we are building our you know ministry and we we have so many different things which we build in our lives. Any married couple here in this auditorium? You know you are building your marriage, right? You are building. So God the builder if you put God in the center of your building process, God will bless you and he will bless your life. Anybody can say amen? amen. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn her seven pillars. Seven things which are involved. I, I believe there are many, many, many more things we can, we can talk about in any building process. But tonight I want to speak about those seven things. And number one is this. I believe building process is a peaceful process. It's a peaceful process. You cannot build anything in the middle of a war. You cannot build, I believe you cannot build a church when husband and wife as a pastor, they don't have peace in their family. I was watching your pastors uh, pastors for quite some time. And I know for sure that these guys, they are taking a big, big chunk of time and money and efforts and everything in creating a healthy team and peaceful process. You know, the, the peace inside the team, the peace inside the church. Because I believe that's the most important thing. You can have all the gifts and talents But if you don't have peace, come on, say with me, peace. You cannot build anything. You cannot build anything. Um, Turn with me to 1 Kings chapter 5. Solomon, one of the wisest persons who lived on this this earth, he, he said this. He was writing a letter to another king and he said, You know that my father David was not able to build. Come on, say with me, was not able to build. A temple to honor the name of the Lord his God because because of the many wars, wars waged against him by surrounding nations. So David was always in a war. That's why you cannot build. If you in a war all the time with your wife, in a war all the time with your team, in a war all the time with your partners or co-workers, you cannot build anything, right? You cannot build anything. He says, he goes on and he says, he could not build until the Lord gave him victory over, over all his enemies. But now the Lord my God has given me what? Peace on every side. I have no enemies and all is well. Now, who would like to be in that position in your life? When you got no enemies, uh huh, and all is well. Who would like to be in that in that stage of your no enemies and all is well? And listen to this. So I am planning to build. Listen, it's a dynamic. I've got no enemies. All is well, so I am planning to build. It's not other ways around. Sometimes we, I am planning to build, but my, my family is in mess. My church is in mess. My business is in You cannot build anything. No, no, no. I've got no enemies. Everything is well, so I am ready to build. Anybody can see the sequence? How it's all working? I believe building process Is a peaceful process. That's why I believe as a pastor, I personally need to take care of the health of the church more than of the growth of the church. Because if you take care of the health of the church, it's interesting to me, but Apostle Paul, in one of his letters, uh, I, I believe it was a letter to the church in Thessaloniki, in Greece, he wrote those verses and he said, please pray for us. Listen, that's a pastor talking. Please pray for us so we could be delivered from unreasonable and wicked people. Now the question, what kind of pastor is praying this prayer? God deliver us from people. (laughs) You know what? Not a smart pastor would pray, oh give us anybody. We will accept anybody into our church. But wise pastor, smart pastor, he would say, God, every morning he would get up and he would say, God, deliver us from uh, wicked and unreasonable people, from those people who would create war in the church, gossips in the church. Are you guys with me? Who would create this unhealthy atmosphere in the church? You know why? Because you might lose dozens, but you will gain hundreds. The hundreds of other people would come to healthy church when you understand building process is a peaceful process. Building process is a peaceful process. My role as a leader, as a father, as a pastor, to be able to say my family is healthy, my church is... And that's actually one of the highest compliments you can have in your life. Actually, one guest speaker just two weekends ago, she came uh, to us and she spoke at Calvary World Conference, at the Women's Conference. And she said to me after Sunday services, she said, that's a very healthy church. And that, you know what, that's one of the highest compliments any pastor could receive in their ministry. Because I believe building process is a peaceful process. Are you with me? Come on, let's give Lord a big round of applause. Come on, somebody, for peace in our families. When you start business and you 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 got this idea, no no no, you you know what? You need to come to agreement with your wife. You need to come to agreement with your partners, and so on and so on. Number two, number two. Oh, you're not gonna like number two. I hate it. No, number two, building process is an expensive process. It's expensive. I don't know. Maybe it's only in Ukraine, but but you know, you you budget something for hundred thousand dollars. In the end, it's like hundred twenty five. All in the best case scenario. I'm talking about. Is it the same in America? What's happening to a dollar? It's expensive. When we are building something, you know what? We need to count the cost. Jesus said in Luke chapter 14 verse 28, don't begin until, come on, say with me until. Don't begin until you count the cost. For who would begin construction of a building or, in our case, who would begin the marriage or family or start having kids and so on and so on. Who would begin any project? Are you with me, guys? Construction of a building without first calculating the cost to see if there is enough money to finish it. Now, how do you calculate you cannot calculate when you are running all the time. You know, some ma- many of us we are people of vision. Oh, come on, somebody! You you got Holy Spirit inside of you, and sometimes Holy Spirit talks to you, and you got the vision in life, and you said one day I'm gonna be on a mission field. One day I'm gonna do this and that. And you, what you do, you run straight away. Oh, you stupid! I'm sorry. <laughs> You, you don't say this stuff in the middle. <laughs> no, no. You know what you should do when you got vision from the Lord. Come down, yeah. sit down, dude. Yeah. Relax. Count the cost. Talk to your wife. <laughs> oh, I don't need a wife. Oh. Yeah, and then you run into the problems in your life. Why? Because Jesus said, for those of you who want to start something, first of all, calculate the cost to see if there is enough strength in your family. I already mentioned that we we have a campus in Moscow. And we started our Moscow church in 2007. But the original idea, the... The vision, if you wish, from the Lord came to me in 2002. So what did we do between 2002 and 2007? Oh, Zhenya, you were lazy. No, I was not. I was sitting down. I was counting the cost. Because we understood, we knew that to start a church in Moscow, one of the most expensive cities in the world, we need finances. We need musicians, because how can you start Hillson Church without music, right? So we, we, we would figure it out. We need to send the team of people to Moscow every Saturday. We figure it out. We need to start it on Saturday morning to do the services, because then I would need to fly between Moscow and K- back to Kiev to do Saturday night and bazillion services on Sunday and so on and so on. So we were planning. Between Moscow and Kiev, 660 miles, almost 1,000 kilometers. So we decided, uh, we were talking to a team and we said, well, to to bring the whole praise and worship team every Saturday, it would be very expensive. Plane tickets are very expensive. Train tickets are very expensive. So what are we going to do? We decided to buy a bus and bus people between one city and another city, 660 miles. Any musician in this auditorium? Anybody from praise and worship team? Anybody? Can you raise your hand or or vocalist? What's your problem today? (laughs) Our musician took a challenge to go between Kiev and Moscow for six months because we have this thing, same as you, called snow in our part of the world so as soon as the snow hits you would not be able to do those trips by bus anymore so uh, we we thought how are we gonna do it people need to leave kiev friday two o'clock in the afternoon they would need to drive 18 hours one way 18 one way come to moscow eight o'clock in the morning on saturday play praise and worship for 20 minutes And then jump on a bus and go back 18 hours back to Kiev while I was preaching in Moscow. And then I would fly to back to Kiev and preaching in in Kiev church services. And we did it for six months. After six months, we had had full-on praise and worship band in Moscow. Drummers, you know, bass players, guitarists, everybody. God provided everything. And you know what? Nobody gets killed. Nobody gets, you know, uh, um, uh, stuff in life. Nobody left the church because we talked to a team. We, we, we managed. We, we planned all of these things. Are you guys with me? Yeah. We, we counted the cost of having the church in Moscow. Yeah. See, building process, I believe, is an expensive process. We need to find out if we are ready to... Pay what God wants us to do. I am... um I love shoes. Anybody love shoes in this in this auditorium? Any, any Becca, you can you can put your arm. And this is my feminine side right now. I'm talking about my feminine. I love good shoes. So one day I was walking through the airport and uh, and uh, I, I saw the shoe shop. I cannot pass by shoe shop and not enter the shoe shop. So I entered the shoe shop. It was in 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 Europe somewhere. I believe it was in Munich airport, and I saw this beautiful. I mean. Beautiful Beautiful pair of shoes, and you know how sometimes ladies help me here. How sometimes you you talk into the buying that thing, you talk yourself into that. Like it's not like you want those shoes. No, no, no. You need those shoes. It's like. No, no other options. You need those shoes. I started to think. Well, I'm going to Minnesota. You know, Becca and what's your name? I forgot your name. <laughs> and, and the pastor and the pastor. They are quite sophisticated people. You know, they they are young. They are, Becca just celebrated 20 years, 28 years old birthday, and I thought I need those shoes. I started to picture in myself how I'm gonna enter in this stage, you know, like Mission Impossible. Ta da da! Ta da da! These are not those shoes, you, you understand that, right? See, everything was perfect until I saw the price. I put them away and said, Go to. Oh, no, I did not say that. But. Now, the question Did I like the shoes? I actually called to, uh, to Rob and I said, Rob, there is a wonderful shoes. Can you buy them for me? He said, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Now, I love the shoes, but was I ready to pay for the shoes? No. And, and that's a story of many of us. Sometimes we need to sit down and calculate first, are we ready to pay for what God wants us to to do or to have in life. Are you guys with me? Are you still here? Come on, somebody. Come on, let's clap our hands to our Lord Jesus Christ one more time. Because it's expensive. It's expensive process. Building process is expensive process. My pastor, Brian Houston, he said those, that quote. He said, great churches is not built by gifts and talents of a few, but by giving and sacrifice of many. You need, to, you need to count the cost. And it's going to cost every one of us if you want to be a part of a great church. Come on, somebody. Not just the pastors, not just the team. Everyone should get involved. Everyone should be on the board. Are you guys with me? Yeah. Number three. Number three. I believe building process is a unique process. Unique. I believe every church is unique. One of the biggest mistakes we as pastors are doing when we are trying to compare our church to someone else's church. One of the biggest mistakes. Same same with your family or your business. You know, sometimes a, a wife is talking to husband and say, oh, oh, darling, why cannot we have a family like Rob and I has? No, you don't want to have a family like Rob and I've been there. I've seen them. I love you guys. That's only friends. Only friends talk. But you know what I mean? You, you cannot compare your family to someone else's family. Because they are Rob and Becker, uh, but you are Bruce and Sheila. That's very different. You don't have those names here? You know, Bruce and Sheila? Don't have those names? Zhenya and Vera. Anybody? I believe every church is unique. I believe every business is unique. You know, sometimes we start this business and we see these other businesses going and doing the same kind of thing what we are trying to do. And we kind of look at their history and we would say, oh, after first year we're going to have the same result as these guys do. And after the second year we're going to have the same result. No, 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 you don't do that stuff. I believe one of the wisest things God gave into my heart. He would say to me when we started church in Moscow. He would say to me, never compare how you started Kiev to how you're going to start Moscow church. Because they are two different animals. Same pastors. Same church name. Different result. When we started Kiev... It was 1992. In 1991, that big monster called Soviet Union just collapsed. So people's hunger, you know, for, for spiritual things was awesome. And, and, you know, unbelievable. I remember when our pastor just started the church, he, he could talk about anything and got 100 people saved. He could speak about bananas for 45 minutes and could, could get 150 people saved. He could sneeze, another 50 saved. (laughs) So if I would not be wise, I would thought to myself, oh, we're gonna do the same in Moscow. But you know what, when we started Moscow, oh my goodness, it's like you, 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 you preach and you preach and you sweat and you preach and you sweat and you do acrobatic moves on the stage. You can do anything and no one got saved. And you, you just do your altar call of one after another and come on, anybody wants to get saved, come on, come on. You do for 15 minutes, Silence. And after that, someone puts their hands like, oh, I see that hand, I see that hand. No, I was just trying to just, you know, just, just to do my hair. That was not really a hand. When we started Moscow, Pastor Robbie, you know, we were counting everything and everybody. Anything that was moving in that auditorium. We were counting everything, cats, dogs, any. With musicians, we would count them twice because they are so hard to work with, we would count them twice. And I believe our first service, we had like 37 people, and from 37, 17 was those musicians and singers from Kiev. At the same time, Hillsong Church started a service, you know, ministry in Cape Town. And Pastor Phil Dooley in Cape Town, the first service, 3,200 people, first service. Oh my goodness, I was ready to kill that guy. We had 37 people and he had 3,200 at the first service. You know what, by little, by little, God started to build his church. Now, after five years, we got 400 people in Moscow. And people are getting saved every Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday. (laughs) See, slow start does not mean you are doing something wrong. Because building process is a unique process. That's why you have your family name and your neighbor has another family name because You guys are two different families. Unique. Come on, say with me, unique. I got four points left and four minutes. Hallelujah. Let's see how we're going to go. It's actually almost three minutes now. Number four. Does it make sense? Number four. Building process is a team process. We need to have a team. We need to have a team when we are building something. When you are building a family, it's a team, husband and wife. Husband and wife. And if husband or wife would take kids' side, you know what happens. Problem. Because wife would say, hey, we need to be a team. We need to be a team. I'm more like, you know, I, I don't like, uh, you know, spank kids or, or do anything, you know, like uh, anything bad to your kids or uh, uh, go and discipline them or anything like that. So I'm very soft in that matter. So I used to take always kids side. No, 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 he, he did not mean that. And Vera is like, no, him at that. <laughs> and she would go like, are we going to argue about this or we should be a team? Oh, yeah, we should be a team. Do what mama says to do. (laughs) And then we will talk later. When mama is gone, we will talk. (laughs) It's good to preach, Rob, when Vera is not around. I can say stuff like I would never say when she's sitting at the front row. Are Are we recording this? Oh, my goodness now we need to be a team you cannot build anything if you're not a team it's interesting to me but solomon when he was building the temple to honor his god now i'm talking about the, the richest guy on earth and yet he would say to this king he said i need your wood He would say to this other king, neighbor kings, kingdoms, and he said, I need your workers. He could only just pay money. No, no, no. He understood the principle of a team. Principle of a team. Very important. Building process is a team process. Number five. Building process. I like this one. Building process is a professional process. We need to have more professionals in our churches. We need to have more professionals in our in our businesses in a in a, in a, in a, in our careers and and so on and so on. I so enjoyed your praise and worship tonight. Come on, guys! I so enjoyed your praise and worship. I mean, your musicians, your singers, your sound is amazing. I just want to steal those speakers. I just want to steal this guy leading worship right now in this church. I love, I love when when we we are giving the best to our Lord Jesus Christ. Because not every church is doing that. And I believe if we are building the kingdom of God, we need to be professionals in what we are doing. Uh, Right now, my wife and I, we live uh, on a high-rise apartment. In Kiev, it's all about high-rise buildings, you know, like 15 floors, 25 floors. I think our highest building is like 36 floors or something like that. So we live on 24th floor. We are blessed. We got really nice apartment, really beautiful place, and our lives are blessed. But since we got grandkids, I started to feel like, you know, you want to be closer to to the ground. You know, I, I just get sick and tired of lifts and go up and down, up and down all the time. So Vera and I, we started to talk one day, we're going to build our own house. And you know what? When we're going to build our house, it's going to be built by professionals, not by Christians. <laughs> Sometimes we, say, we we go and we say, oh, this this guy he's, he has such a nice heart. He can come and fix your you know your washing machine. No, no, no. You need a professional to to fix your washing machine. Not a Christian. Sometimes people say, oh, pastor, you should let this girl to sing uh, on the stage. She got just a beautiful heart, worship heart. And I say, you know, honey, the problem with this is, is, is like this. Only God can see her heart, right? The rest of us, we can hear her voice. That's, 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 that's a problem. <laughs> Are you with me, guys? <laughs> that's yeah, that's for you guys just to help you with some with some situations like this <laughs> you you blame me you say pastor Jenya said you know we can hear your voice that's, a, that's a <laughs> two last points and we're done i'm just gonna mention number six and we're gonna land on number seven number six building process is a hard process it's hard Don't ever think it's going to be easy. Don't ever think to build a family is going to be easy. It's a hard work. Don't ever think to build a business or church or anything God wants from you is going to be easy. You need to prepare yourself for a hard work. I'm building my church for 21 years now. I was building the church before we became pastors. And now for 16 years, we're building our church since we became pastors. And you know what? Only now I started to enjoy some fruits in my life. Only now, after 21 years. Some people are thinking, oh, I'm just going to enjoy the fruits straight. No, 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 no. 21 years. Prepare for a hard work. And then, God bless you. God is going to take care of you. Are you guys with me? And number seven, my last point, but probably it should be number one. The most important thing, building process is an anointed process. Everything what we do in life, we need anointing in our lives. So in the end of this service, I'm just going to ask God to bless us with His anointing on everything what you are trying to build in your life. Family, business, church, any sphere of life, friendship, any any sphere you can think about in your own life. Come on, guys, we need God's anointing. Can you say amen with this? Come on, we need God's anointing. See, last Sunday, we, we, we were celebrating the day of Pentecost. That's an important, important event. Because Jesus said, sit here and don't move. He said to disciples, don't move, don't go anyway. Because your labor is going to be on vain if you're going to move without Holy Spirit. So just sit and wait. And I believe they were waiting, what, 49 days? (laughs) Until Holy Spirit came. And then when Holy Spirit came and anointing came, Peter spoke and 3,000 people got saved. That's what happens when you are building something with God's anointing on your life. Did you receive the word tonight? Come on. Come on church. Did you receive the word? Come on. Let us pray. Let's everybody, let's bow down our heads and let's close our eyes. Father God, I thank you for this church. I thank you for Pastor Robin Becker and their team. Wonderful team of pastors and leaders and volunteers. Thank you for peace in this church. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for people who are ready to pay price. Thank you for, for people who are, understand it is a unique church. It's a hard-working church. It's a professional church in Jesus' name. And more, more importantly... Father God, we ask your blessing for your anointing in everything we do in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen and amen.